Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Irok the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called but of a gun put into the back of your skull, that's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts. This is an Irish independent podcast. Hello and you're welcome to The Big Tech Show in association with Square. Square helps you look after your business needs from payments to menu management to online ordering. Visit square.com for more. Wexford-based Niall Kyo started coding at the age of eight and developed his own apps when he was 10. Now... The Enniscorthy teenager has made it into the world's top tech college, Stanford University, on a full scholarship. I caught up with Niall on a visit to San Jose, California, where Stanford's main campus is. I wanted to find out what he did to get into Stanford, what life there is really like, and what plans he might have next. This is how the conversation went. Niall Kyo from Enniscorthy in Wexford. I'm delighted to catch up with you. And now a star of Stanford University. Um, Niall, where did you grow up exactly? Enniscorthy. Enniscorthy, Wexford, yeah. And come here, how did you get into Stanford? <laughs> uh, a long process, long process. Yeah, I did. Uh, I decided a while ago I wanted to try the US universities, particularly Stanford. Mm. After coming to Apple here the last time I was in mm. Apple Park, it was the last time I was in America before I came to Stanford. And I met a few people who were uh, current students at Stanford, and I decided this was probably the best place in the world to study computer science, which is what I want to do. So then I went and I looked online, different stuff. And I, had a, I knew someone who actually got into Stanford who was uh, one, of my, one of my friend's brothers. And I asked him about it, and uh, eventually, you know, studying on my own SATs, mm. SAT subject tests... Uh, and then different rounds of interviews, and luckily it came out on top. Now, you've been quite modest, I see, you came out on top. In terms of the percentile in the SATs, where, where did you finish there? Uh, I think it's 99.98 or something. 99.98. <laughs> How did you do that? Uh, hard work and dedication. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, um, and But we had heard of you a couple of years ago because... You, at the age of, I think, 10 or 11, you got an app into the App Store, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. At uh, 10, I'd been working on it for a while. So I set a program at 8, and then I was working on it, trying to get an app on the App Store since 9. And eventually, mm. at 10, I finally managed it. Unbelievable. And and you still have a couple of apps uh, there, don't you? I, I went looking, and there's one for Wexford, GAA, and 
Yeah, Wexford GA I think is my most recent one. It's uh, sort of a, a club officials app mm. where you can access different uh, contact details of anyone in the Wexford GA clubs. Mm. Uh, so it's it's some contracting work that I've done. And what are you studying in Stanford? Yeah, uh, computer science. Yeah. And why did you pick that? Uh, well, I suppose it's been my biggest interest since I was eight or nine, and uh, I haven't really wavered on it. So it's kind of a logical choice. And. I saw your acceptance letter from Stanford, and they were delighted. And you're on a full scholarship, aren't you? Uh, yeah, pretty much full scholarship, yeah. What was it that made them accept you? Why did they take you in on a full scholarship? Uh, I think a mixture of things. You know, like uh, I had a lot of programming experience and did pretty well on my tests and different stuff. Mm. But I think my, you know, my background as well obviously played a factor. You know, uh, what I don't, do you mean by that? Like coming from rural Ireland, and it it means more to some of my accomplishments than maybe like someone who lives in San Jose mm. in California. There's like so that is that is a factor as well. But uh, obviously Apple played a factor. I had uh, my uh, reference letter actually from an official at, uh, at Apple, so that helped a little bit. Yeah, because in 2016, I think you applied for the Apple Swift. It used to be called the WWDC uh, scholarship or challenge, but you didn't get in. That didn't deter you, did you? Did it? No, no. So that's a yeah something. As soon as I got that, I was pretty disappointed to, to get the rejection letter from uh, in 2016. But uh, I used it as an opportunity to get in touch with the people who did win. So I took. I think I emailed about like 30, 40 people, and mm. uh, they got back to me. About half of them replied. You know, you're always gonna get 50% hit rate is not too bad. Mm. So they replied. They gave me some advice on what they thought was valuable and what they saw as like a trend from other winners. And that really helped. So then when I applied in 2017, I had all that in mind and I got on pretty well. And then in 2017, 2018, I got it. And I had to do the junior cert in 2019, which clashed with the event, unfortunately. So I didn't go that year. Junior cert in 2019. <laughs> How old are you now? Uh, 20. No, going on 20 in September, sorry. Going on 20. So you're in your first year, uh, finishing first year in Stanford? Yeah, I'll be finished next week. And how do you find life at Stanford? Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, obviously, the weather is undeniably great. And in terms of your uh, your month, your typical month, your typical week, I mean, you're here in front of me, you've got all the Stanford gear on, <laughs> you've got a tan, you you seem like very happy with life. Is, do, is it easy to get on, easy to meet people in Stanford, to form networks? Yeah, no, I think it's it's pretty easy to meet people. Mm. Again, you're living with them. In our, it's a little bit different than in Ireland, you know, where you stay in... Uh, sort of like an apartment with mm. multiple people rather it's like I have two roommates and then I live in a dorm with 200 other people and you know everyone knows everyone and it's they do focus on like community within your dorm so that's 200 people straight off the bat but I think Stanford uh, pushes like the social side of it as well more than a lot of other universities I think it's pretty good okay uh, how, what do you mean by that uh, well there's like a decent social life with frats and sororities here as well but there's also like clubs and uh, different Stanford-run events. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing that we don't have in Ireland, or yeah. really, like fraternities and sororities. Um, what's that whole world like? It's a mystery <laughs> to us in, in Europe. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bit a bit strange of a culture shock, I guess, but yeah, it, it does seem to kind of work here. I'm not sure if it would work in Ireland, but uh, I think it's a good good social life on campus when there's like certain houses that can sort of host yeah. parties and different stuff and you're due to graduate in 2026 I think you're the yeah, class 2026, of 2026 yeah. and of course we see that with a lot of startups and companies the, the Collisons and, and, and most of the 
giant tech CEOs and founders, a lot of them leave before uh, the end of their course. Could you see a scenario where that might happen with you? Uh it would be something I'd have to think a lot about. Obviously, that's like a big step. So if there was something I came across that I was super, super interested in, I might put a pause on the Stanford thing. But again, with visas and like immigration, mm. it's probably not the easiest thing to do. And if you hadn't got a full scholarship, and this is not to ask about your own circumstances, but we in Europe look at American universities in all in terms of the, the, the top colleges and what they do and what they achieve, but also in horror at how much yeah. they cost. Like you'd be in the hole for hundreds of grand wouldn't you yeah no i definitely without like stanford like footing the bill for the vast majority of it there's like no way you could afford to come here this i would say it's like a hundred thousand dollars a year probably yeah. so over four years looking at over four hundred thousand dollars which is a big ask wow and i look i know it's very early doors at the moment but do you have any idea i think i'm gonna sound like your uncle here or something do you have any idea what you think you might do after after you're finished yeah well i think there's a lot of things in tech that it could appeal to me but also I'm looking at you know like finance related tech work like in quant firms or the sort, that sort of thing yeah yeah and do you think it sounds like once you graduate here it's hard not to work here and live here do you, do you think you might ever come back to Ireland uh, I think I'd come back maybe later in life but yeah as starting out it's kind of hard to turn down like the money out here is phenomenal like there's mm. no there's nowhere else in the world you can earn this amount of money yeah and is that a motivator i would say it is like mm. again it, money reflects the, the standard of the work done mm. here so i think even it's not just about the money but i think it is representative of how much value companies in america put on their talent mm. so if that is like a factor then you're probably going to be working with higher talent and mm. in in tech mm. especially you know california is kind of the mecca and what's it like living in the US? A lot of Irish people wonder, they have a dream about living in the US. Have uh, you found it? I found it very good, but obviously I'm pretty biased and like living on Stanford campus is a bit of a bubble. Uh, yeah, cost of stuff in California is crazy, mm. but I mean, on, on campus I don't really feel like the effect of that too much, but yeah, it's... It's a long commute, I'll say. To go home, it's it's yeah. a bit of a trek. Well, you, to be <laughs> fair, you do have the direct flight from San Francisco, so it's, it's not too, too bad. But we, like in Europe, sometimes we hear that the US can be an amazing place to live and it can be a challenging place to live. And, you know, I, I'm a frequent traveler to California, actually, and San Francisco is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. It would also break your heart, you know, when you walk through certain parts because of the, yeah. the, 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 the way certain people live. But when you live here... I wonder, is that, do you see it in a different way or is it just, is, is it just kind of the way it's a, the, the society is, is, is set up differently? Yeah, I think that's a tough one. Like, mm. I know a lot of people who live in San Francisco and they absolutely love it. Mm. But trust me, they're not living in the areas where do they tell you not to go because mm. there are a lot of those areas. And San Francisco is not, I wouldn't say it's like a city that I would really, really like. There's mm. certain parts of it that's beautiful. Mm. But I think... In America, a lot of people look at it as like uh, you just focus on the good stuff, mm. and in that way, you can sort of like compartmentalize the, the city into only the nice portions, mm. and everything else can be excused. But mm. I think, yeah, in Ireland, we don't really have anything quite like San Francisco. I will say, no, we certainly don't. And Niall, come here, you, you, you're pretty good shape. Are you doing any sport? Uh, I'm doing a bit of hurling at the moment in San Francisco. There's a few teams, so over Sorry, the summer. You're telling me Stanford has a hurling team. There is, yeah, there is actually a Stanford hurling team. Mostly, you know, people who work at the university, not the students. But there's there's a good Irish community in San Francisco, especially. There's, uh, I think there's like six or seven teams probably, and like a 
20 mile radius and and so Wexford's rise through the championship again great great, great <laughs> result there the other week you, you're you're flying the flag over here yeah do my best do my best and what's the standard here. like for hurling over here uh, actually very high I was very surprised there's uh, a lot of people Irish people coming over to work in San Francisco mm. and they're here for you know a few years or so but there's a few intermediate and there's we have some senior players up in San Francisco as well the standard is very high but anyway look Niall Kill, thanks a million for uh, for joining us today and talking to us and the very very best of luck in, in your future I'm sure we're going to be hearing about you and reading about you uh, in years to come I hope you will come back and talk to us thanks very much for having me and that was me in conversation with Niall Kyo, currently studying in Stanford University. That's all we have time for this week on The Big Tech Show in association with Square. My thanks to Tabitha Monaghan, who produced Gavin Hennessy on sound and Colin Doherty on video. Thanks for listening. Yeah, having my head shoved into the uh, steps of the Ulster Bank in Ranla, called butt of a gun and put into the back of your skull. That's a moment where you go, okay, yeah, I think this one's up. How does a high-flying academic become one of Ireland's most prolific bank robbers? What I would see is the most important part of this still lies open. I'm Not Here to Hurt You, a brand new series from the award-winning team behind the Indo Daily. That November day, that's where it all, all begins. Out now wherever you get your podcasts.